and welcome to the Kids Ministry Circle podcast. Kids Ministry Circle is a community for kids ministry leaders to be encouraged and equipped to love and serve the local church. Listen to the end of this podcast to learn more about how you can be a part of Kids Ministry Circle, how you can find all of our resources, and how you can sign up to be a part of one of our cohorts. Welcome to the Kids Ministry Circle Podcast. This is Lauren Jackson, and I am joined by my co-host, the spirited <laughs> Becca Harris. I'm, I hope this this continues. This different <laughs> adjective to describe me every every time. Yes. So today's episode, we are talking all about curriculum. Oh yeah. We had some questions circling around choosing a curriculum. How do we use our curriculum to the best of its ability? And uh, secondary to curriculum, we thought we would talk about kids' worship. Ooh, fun stuff. Fun so, stuff. To kick it off, question number one is how do I choose a curriculum for my ministry? Wow. I, that can be such a daunting task because there are approximately one million options out there. <laughs> Um, and so I think, you know, we quickly are like, can gravitate toward what's most popular or most common, um, you know, what is everybody else doing? But I think before we kind of even gather that knowledge of what our options are, it's really important that you do the work of figuring out like, um, what, what does your kid's ministry need? Um, what are your your hopes, plans, you know, as, as you pray and seek the Lord, talk with the other leadership at your church, like, what do you want to be accomplished in your, you know, kids' classrooms, in your equipping environments? And what, and then you start looking at, like, what curriculum fits those things best, right? And so, and then also, when you're working on picking a curriculum, you're not bound to that thing for all of eternity. Yep, that's right. Um, you may do it for a little bit here and there, and then switch to another one. Um, or you may alter it. Um, but I think sometimes we get, we're like so worried that we have the best one right now on the market. And what we need to be thinking of is do I have what is best for accomplishing what God intends at our church with my, the kids I've been entrusted with? So that's a question I like to, to really start with before, you know, I start looking and thinking about what kinds of curriculum we might want. So yep, that's true. I think that looking big picture and even looking if you're a part of a specific denomination, yep. reaching out to other churches in your denomination, seeing what they're using or what your mission and vision are, what you guys want to accomplish within your church. Those things can really help you narrow down your curriculum options. And just like Becca said, what you're using now may not what be what you're using in two years from now. And there is no perfect curriculum. Nope. And there's curriculums out there that may work for other churches in your, in your area, but they just don't work for you. And that's okay. So it's not, it does not need to be this competition culture between what curriculums churches use. I think they're all great. Um, some things that I like to keep in mind when choosing a curriculum is what's needed. So are you hoping for hard copy curriculum? 
there's not very many options out there for hard copy curriculum that mail you things. Um, right now, a lot of curriculums are moving towards very media heavy. So do you have the tools and the technology to play that media, mm-hmm. whether on an iPad or a TV or a projector or something? So that's really important to think about. Make sure you look at the curriculum, whether you need video large group teaching or whether you have a team to teach large group in person. Those things are important. Uh, And I think the last thing to think about is curriculum is your budget. What can you afford? Yes. A lot of curriculums are, um, they have like a buy for annual plan or a monthly plan, but also a lot of them vary on prices depending on how many kids in your ministry. And so that's important to think about when you're looking for a curriculum because there's curriculums out there that are extremely cost effective. There are some things that you can find for free out there. And then there's some curriculums that can cost you $5,000, which mm-hmm. some churches just don't have $5,000 to give towards a curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, like we've said again, whatever you choose, when you kind of put the thought and what's the purpose and intentionality kind of behind what you're picking, and that kind of lets you then adapt it to make it work in your environment. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if you subscribe to the latest and greatest one and it, it turns out it's super media heavy or, or whatnot and you don't have a means, you're maybe your mobile church, you don't have a means to show those things, well, then you've paid a lot of money for something that's not going to work for you. Um, or, you know, if there's theological things uh, that pop up in a curriculum that maybe you do or don't agree with, those are things to kind of know too. That's why um, it's important to know what's in and what's, what's, what's being taught. And so, um, yeah, so making, making a purchase on curriculum feels like a big daunting task, but also it's not an eternal forever. I mean, it is because God's word is eternal, but it's not, you're not stuck with that curriculum forever and always if you're the needs of your church shift and change. Yeah. And I will say one more thing about picking a curriculum is every curriculum has samples. So reach out Download the samples, test it on a Sunday morning. You can send it to volunteers, to parents, to leadership to read through. You will be able to get a really good example of how that curriculum will function for your ministry on a Sunday morning by reading and reading and testing out those samples that they give. And most church or most curriculums give those samples out for free. Mm-hmm. So you could sample a handful of curriculums before ultimately deciding on one. If you are in the research process of curriculum, we do have a really great video walking through some of the top curriculums right now in the market over on YouTube. And that's over on Kids Ministry Circle over on YouTube. And you can find that there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think one other big thing about curriculum that we haven't touched on yet is how do we use it to like resource our parents? Yep. Um, And so Lauren, what have you done in the past to kind of help with that? Yeah, I think a great place to start is make sure your parents know what's being taught. So whether that is a big semester overview of saying, hey, parents, we're kicking off in the fall, and here are some things that we're going to be talking about. Maybe you're going through the entire Old Testament in the fall. Maybe you are doing some more topical things or whatever your curriculum is. Just make sure your parents know, um, but also a lot of curriculums out there have incredible resources for parents. Mm -hmm. And so check out your curriculum. 
And then make sure your parents know where you can point them to of like, hey, if we're using this curriculum, head over to this website and get a ton of resources that kind of coincide with what we're teaching your kids. So those are just a few ways that I like to use our curriculum to resource parents. What about you, Becca? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, we're doing all this work to set up this environment on Sunday and we have all these volunteers that we're working with and we teach a lesson um, and I really want to make sure that whatever we do is accessible to parents, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, it's not that parents don't care, it's that they're on the go. And there's they've got more than one kid usually. And between soccer practice and work and small group and, you know, whatever classes they might be taking or whatnot, it, life gets busy. And so whatever we can do to put in their hands that helps them kind of like Deuteronomy 6, you know, parent along the road – um, is super helpful. And so, um, yeah, most of your curriculum that you would subscribe to comes with like some kind of parent handout or parent questions or things like that, making sure that even if you don't directly use that, that you take some of that content and, and get it into to parents' hands in some way. Um, and it, it, it whether it's an email, like Lauren said, beforehand or afterhand, it's like, this is what we talked about. This is what we're going to talk about. Um, I think that's important. And then I think... You know, remembering, this has been a big one for me, that not all of our parents know all the Bible stories we teach our kids. And so, um, you know, some parents, they've heard the story of the talking donkey in in Numbers a hundred times. And other parents didn't, this might be the first time you know there is a talking donkey in the Bible. Um, And so we want to make sure that we don't ever want to set parents up to look or feel foolish. And so the more information we can give them, but in bite-sized ways is what's helpful. And so maybe it's a, a text reminder and a social media post, um, something that they can do in the car while they're driving to and from everywhere. Um, that's that's what's helpful. I know I used to sometimes send emails to my parents with a link to something from like, uh, I think it was the Bible Project that would do the overview of the book. So I'm like, if you've never read the, you know, whatever we were going through, the book of Ezekiel, and we're going to talk about this, you should watch this seven minute video just so you have an idea. Um, and not every parent has the time to do that, but the ones that were really interested took that opportunity. Um, and so just thinking about it as we're not only educating uh, and teaching the gospel to our kids, but we're doing it in a way that we might also for the first time be teaching it to parents, but we want to put it in their lap in such a way that they can just continue that conversation in their, in the cars and their family Devo time, that kind of stuff. So. Yep. That's a great, I love that piece of utilizing outside, outside resources to continue to equip parents. One thing that I love about the church that we attend now, I have two kids that my oldest is four and we are in the middle of this. We are trying to utilize what she's learning on Sunday and do it throughout the week and continue to remind her of, hey, this is what we learned and this is what we can do with that and how does that impact our life. And um, and so I have a sneak peek into the curriculum because I serve at our church on Sunday mornings. Um, but also every Sunday I get a text at like 12 o'clock in the afternoon right as our second service is ending that gives me three or four questions to ask my child throughout the week or on the way home from church. And I think that is really it's really tangible. It's really practical. And it gives something um, to me through a device that I'm already on. I'm already Mm -hmm. on my phone multiple times a day. And so having that at my fingertips to then turn around and either ask my daughter 
while we're having lunch that day or while I'm putting her down for bed. It's not on a piece of paper that will get lost in the car or accidentally thrown in the trash, but it's something that um, is really tangible for parents, which I love as a parent and could be a really great idea for you to use in your ministry. That's great, Lauren. And I think one other final piece is most curriculums come with some kind of memory verse, whether it's weekly, monthly, by unit. Um, and every parent out there wants their kid to memorize scripture. And some of them, go. the kids may go to private schools and they're memorizing stuff or maybe um, – you know, mom's able to, has the bandwidth to do a little more like proactive scripture memory time with the family. But most, most people, your average human doesn't. And so we can, if we get that tool in their hands, if we're working on this memory verse, you know, can you work on it at home or whatever too, then the kid's working on it throughout the week. So they're more likely to memorize it, but the whole family's kind of working on it, you know? And so, um, just, I don't think I know a parent out there who doesn't want their kid memorizing scripture. And since we're already handing it, making sure mom knows, mom and dad know what scripture are we memorizing. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's always fun to see kids work on memorizing scripture and then you turn around and the whole family has got it memorized Mm -hmm. and like what an impact that is. It's so fun. All right. Which is a good segue to our last question, which is where can I find good, upbeat, and fun kids worship songs? Oh, that is a good, good question. Um, man, there's, there's a, again, like curriculum, tons of resources out there. I think um, how you use them depends on your media opportunities at your church. Um, obviously, I am biased to the Austin Stone has a kids album they released several years ago called Only Jesus. Um, and they also made, we also made, Dance videos, which Lauren is featured in I a am. few of those. Hot take. Uh, sh- yeah, you could find Lauren and her husband Luke dancing in a couple of those. Um, but we've got them uh, at austinstoneworship.com. Uh, free videos for you to download and use. Um, if you don't use those already, um, there's some good ones there that are available. Um, there's, yeah, I just, cause it's new. I'm loving the new Shane and Shane and kingdom kids, uh, album. Um, there's not videos that accompany that, that I have found yet, I haven't but either. man, the songs are awesome and kids are loving them. Adults are loving them. Um, so that's great. There's, there's other two of my current top faves. What else you got for yeah. us, Lauren? Uh, some of my favorites, and I will say we've got a kids ministry circle Spotify account And that has a handful of playlists that you can look at to find some great music for your ministry. Um, And you can always send this to parents for personal use for them to use in the car and at home. Um, But some of my favorites are, uh, I love Sovereign Grace Kids. Orange Kids has some really fun songs. They come out annually. Let's see, what else? Uh, Seeds Family Worship is a really great resource when you're talking about that scripture memorization. It's pretty common that you'll be able to find one of their songs that matches your monthly memory verse. And so you could even say, hey, parents, here's the memory verse that we're learning, but also here's a song that you can sing. And who doesn't love to memorize songs? Um, Some other great options are Yancey is a really incredible kids worship artist, and she is super fun and has got some really fun songs. Hmm, What else do I have over here? There's some old ones like Hillsong Kids. Uh, One more resource that I thought of that is really helpful for finding not only music, but also those key hand motion videos to go along with it is Worship House Kids. 
And that's great because you can buy the video and you'll be able to play that in your uh, classrooms and in your large group room on Sunday mornings. I know it's always helpful to have the music and the hand motion videos just in case you don't have someone that loves to get up and lead worship. <laughs> you don't have anyone that's might be nicknamed Power Hands? Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, Lauren, you didn't think this was going to come up, but another hot take, guys. Lauren was on a a ministry team in like high school. Was this right? High school, middle school? Yeah, more like middle school. Yeah. Uh where she did hand motions. Um, was it called power hands or I just started calling you power hands? No, no. It was called it was a ministry where you got kids serving in elementary and middle school. And we were called the power hands. Power and hands. we led worship for vacation Bible school. And for classrooms from toddlers all the way to fifth grade, it was great. It's- now, I'm not I'm not poking fun at the ministry because I think that is a valuable thing. But I do like to tease Lauren and actually just call her Power Hands. And we work together. I would often write out Power Hands and then put that emoji with the two praise hands running up uh, because she was so good at that. But she is right. Hand motions are really helpful for kids to engage their full bodies in worship. So, yeah. Yes. So those are our questions on curriculum that's all we've got for this episode and if you have more questions on curriculum one we would love to know what do you love about your curriculum what are you what are you looking for in a curriculum we're gonna have that conversation over on our social media over on instagram and facebook this week we can if you have more questions about curriculum or if you're if you love a certain worship song and you're like everyone needs to know about this or if your church put out a kids worship album we would love to hear about it and be able to share that with other kids ministry leaders so just let us know you can find us at kidsministrycircle.com and we're over on Instagram and Facebook at Kids Ministry Circle and there you can ask more questions and let's continue the conversation. We hope to see you next time. Bye guys. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Before we go, I have a couple of announcements. First, our summer cohort signups are open. Our Kids Ministry Circle cohort is an opportunity for you to connect with other kids ministry leaders, share ideas, encourage one another, and be equipped to lead your ministry well. If you would like to sign up for our summer cohort, you can head over to kidsministrycircle.com to learn more and sign up. If you would like to submit a question for our podcast, you can head over to kidsministrycircle.com slash podcast and submit a question that we can answer in a later episode. Don't forget, if you would like to stay up to date on all the happenings of Kids Ministry Circle, you can follow us at Kids Ministry Circle on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so our latest episodes get dropped in your podcast player automatically. And our last thing, if you would like to get our monthly resource roundup email, you can sign up to be on our email list over at kidsministrycircle.com. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.